Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Bible study. It's good to have you along this evening. Hope that you're doing well. Hope that God is ministering to you. Hope that God has touched your life this week. And we serve a mighty God. And we serve a we serve a wonderful Savior who came to be one of us so that we could become like him. Tonight we're continuing with our study of Revelation, and tonight we look at Revelation chapter 5. Before we begin, let us pause for a word of prayer. Let us come before the throne of grace. Let us pray together. Almighty God, we thank you for this day you've made and what a joy it is to come together to study your word. Be with us tonight. Guide and direct us and speak to our hearts. Bring us before your throne room and show us your power. Help us to realize that whether we believe it or not, are ready for it, are prepared, that the end is coming. You give us a preview in your word and revelation. Tonight we sit and see the throne and we see the scrolls being opened and the judgment beginning. Help us, Lord, if we don't know you, if we strayed in our lives. Help us, we pray, to make a commitment to you tonight. Bless our St. James Church family as we sit at your feet now to, to learn your word. Teach us and guide us, we pray, as we ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're transitioning from Revelation 2 and 3, the church age, to Revelation 4, the rapture, and the church coming before the throne of God. And then we come to Revelation chapter 5, and it's the beginning of the tribulation period. A lot of people have been waiting for this time. A lot of people want to study Revelation because they want to study the tribulation so we're we're up to that point now, but we won't be getting that in tonight. It'll be next week when we actually get into the tribulation period. Um, tonight we're we're still in heaven with John um, before the throne of God. Um, last week we talked about in chapter four the four living creatures that were before the throne of God that represented Jesus as revealed to um, revealed by the the four gospel writers. We saw the seven spirits of God, which represent the Holy Spirit, and we saw the Father sitting on the throne. And at that time, the Lord, um, the God had a scroll in his right hand that had seven seals, um, and it had writing on the inside and writing on the outside. And it, it's a, um, a symbol of the ownership of the world. Um God gave uh, ownership of the world over to Adam in the beginning. You know, God told Adam to, and Eve to go take dominion over the world. God had placed Adam in charge of the world's system, and Adam was the king. God, God was, Adam was God's representative, and so as God was, so was Adam. You know, it's hard to, uh, to fathom the Adam being perfect, but he was made in the image of God. There was no sin in Adam at all. So he walked with his the righteousness that he was created with um, because God made him in his own likeness and his own image. But when Adam sinned, 
that that likeness and that righteousness that was he, he was created was stripped from him and so um and now he he was a cursed um individual adam and eve were cursed and because um adam was no longer like god because he had lost his righteousness he advocated the advocated the advocated i guess that's the word advocated the throne um and he um it was and it was lost to satan and the bible teaches us that satan is the master of the world he he's the owner of the world system now because adam um was disqualified to become the the owner of the world to have dominion over the world because of his sin and and so the devil took control of the world system that is why when jesus was tempted in the wilderness by the devil um the, the devil showed him all the kings of the world and so and told him if you fall down and worship me i can give all this can be yours and the reason why he tempted him that way and gave and showed him all the kings of the world because the devil had the power to give to jesus because the, the devil thought that jesus was going to come by and come back and and, and purchase the dominion to, to get the dominion of the world back from him but no jesus was coming back to purchase the hearts and minds of men and women um to to bring the righteousness that they lost back to them through the cross and so um so tonight we see we see that god um is sitting on the throne with the with the scroll in his right hand that is divided up into into seven um has seven 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 seals and back in the bible days um when you when you bought a piece of property um there was a there was a piece of property that that was um that was written it was a title to your property it was it was it was see it was you had a copy and then there was a copy in the um in the temple which was sealed with seven seals um now in the bible in jeremiah 32 it talks about this scroll um it gives an example of the scroll um that that if a person was in debt it was a family member um if they lost their property to debt and 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 it foreclosed and they and they um relinquished that property because they couldn't pay for it um then they then they they could they they could be put into prison because they couldn't pay their debts but they could have a person in their family come and purchase purchase that property for them and 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 be able to pay the debt so what happened in jeremiah 32 is that jeremiah had a cousin that lost the possession of his land because he'd fallen into debt and he was his cousin was sentenced to prison so he asked jeremiah to come and to buy this land and told him that it was his right to redeem the um the property and take possession of it because he was a kinsman and so understanding what god said to understand the law of God is that Jeremiah went ahead and brought the land and and, and became the, what was called the kinsman redeemer. Um, even though it wasn't enough, Jeremiah had not met all the requirements of the law. So he had, so there were two scrolls. There was one that contained the terms of the contract and and, and what the what the land was was for, 
And there was another scroll that was on public record that was that was in the um that was displayed for all to read in the temple, and it was it was it was a seal with seven seals, and that only the person, the kinsman redeemer, that that purchased the land could take it out of the temple, um, and it and to cancel the debt, and so um. When the the redeemer came and presented the necessary proof of ownership in the temple, and the debts were all paid, then the seven scroll, um, the the priest would take the seven seal scroll from storage. He would unseal it and read it, and if everything was in order, the the redeemer, the kinsman redeemer, would receive the ownership of the land. It would become his, um, or hers. And so when God created all things, he gave earth over to Adam, and Adam sinned, and then he gave, gave it over to, to the devil, and the devil had, had the, um, the rights to the world system. You hear Jesus talking about the God of the age. Um, and so um, the devil had the control over the world system. Um, but but Jesus Christ was, called, was the second Adam, and he was the, he was the kinsman redeemer, who came through the line of Abraham through Jacob, the house of Jacob? That's the reason why Jacob had a dream of Jesus um, ascending into heaven. I mean, uh, seeing the um the the ladder, you know, as the angels ascending and descending into heaven, and that um um so he saw the the he saw a foreshadowing, a foretelling of what was going to happen that Jesus was going to come to redeem the world through his house. And so in chapter 5, we see Jesus, we see heaven, and we, and we see the Father holding on to this scroll in his right hand that has seven seals. And so it's good to know, though, that, um, that we, all of us in the church are together before this scroll is opened. It's good to know that God got Noah in the ark before the floodwaters came, that God didn't send destruction upon Sodom and Gomorrah until Lot's family had exited, and and that God protected the Israelites from the angel of death by allowing, telling them to put the, the um the blood of the doors over the um the doorpost before the angel of death came. Uh, and so now we have the church sitting there with God um, in, in, in heaven in, in completion. It's a time of rest for the church to rest from their labors here on, the, on this earth. And it's a time of celebration. Um, and it's a time of togetherness. But it's also a time of preparation because God is about to unleash the tribulation, uh, the judgments upon the world to begin the tribulation period. But it's good to know that God is not going to open that scroll that has judgment in it until his church is there, until, Jesus, until the church of Christ is there with him. So that kind of dispels the myth of those folks that believe in the the second, the um, mid-tribulation or the post-tribulation, you know, because God, we're not appointed to wrath, but we're, we're appointed to obtain mercy through Jesus so we can come to him now in provenient grace and receive him as our Lord and Savior. Um, and so now, um, in our chapter, which let me read it to you, chapter five of Revelation, um, I'm reading from the King James translation. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a book written with, with, within and on the, 
backside seal with seven seals, which is a scroll, um, because that's what they used in the in the Old Testament. They didn't have the book form of the codex at that time that you had a scroll. Many of the Old Testament writings were in the scrolls. Many of the New Testament writings were in the scrolls until they were put in the codex, and then they were organized into books. But that's not done until almost three, uh, almost um, until four hundred, four or five hundred um, A.D. Um, you know, with um, with um, Wycliffe and um, Tinsdale, you know, putting the Bible into the New Testament into English. Um, so, and then you had Gutenberg inventing the printed press, but it wasn't until way back then, until, the, you know, it, but before then they used scrolls. So, in this imagery, uh, Jesus, um, John is seeing the Lord God, the Father, sitting on the throne with this throne, with this, um, this scroll in his hand that has seven seals in his and it's in his right hand. Then I saw a strong angel. Um show that picture uh, of the strong of the angel. Then I saw a strong angel um proclaiming with uh with a loud voice who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven, not in earth, neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look therein and I wept much because no man was found worthy to open the book and to read the book, neither neither look at it there thereon. And one of the elders came unto me, weep not, behold, the, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of, da- Je- root of David, um, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the s- seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and the four beasts, in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, and it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the, the four, and 20, four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of full of odors incense um which are the the prayers of the saints and they sung a new song saying thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals there thereof for thou was slain thou was slain and hast redeemed us to god by the thy blood and out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and hast made us our God, kings and priests, we shall reign on earth. And behold, I heard the voice of many angels round the throne, and, and beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saving, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which was in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such are in the sea, all, all, uh, and all that were in them heard, heard, heard I saying, "Blessed and honor and glory, and power be unto him that sitteth on the throne and unto the Lamb for ever and ever." And the four beasts said, "Amen." And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped him. 
that liveth forever and ever. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So that is um, chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. It's read from the King James Version. So let's go back over it and see what's going on in this passage, uh, in this chapter, in these passages as they reveal um, and give us ringside seat about what, to, uh, what's going to happen prior to judgment, you know. Prior to judgment, the church is sitting there, you know, um, watching and waiting for somebody to come and open open up that um, scroll that has seven seals on it, okay? And as I mentioned, um, it, it has to be somebody from, there has to be somebody from the line of Adam, which is a person, human being, that has to be able to be sinless and perfect and righteous just as Adam was before he fell, okay? And there's nobody in heaven that's able to do that. No person, no human being able to do that. No person that's in heaven, no raptured person, no person from the church is a- a- able to do that because we've all had to deal with sin and we've all been made righteous through what jesus did for us on the cross and so we were saved through grace so none of us are worthy to even touch that scroll none of us are worthy to get near the scroll none of us are worthy to even break the seal. Uh, um nobody's able to um come near that um come near the scroll and so john saw that and he uh he wept you know, because cause he couldn't believe that we got to heaven and now there's nobody that can open the scroll to begin the the uh, the proceedings there of purchasing back or getting back the uh, the land that once belonged to Adam, um, getting it back. And see, the whole whole revelation is 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 a process of of cleansing and justing, uh, cleansing. It's a, it's a process of justice. Um, it's Jesus judging the world for its sin, and and it's it's a time of payback. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, maybe payback is not a good word or interpretation, but you know all the evil that's in the world, and we wonder why you know why does evil get away with all this stuff, and you know why is the righteous persecuted, and you know why does evil continue to get 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 away get away with things? But well, folks, let me tell you something: evil ain't gonna get away with nothing. Evil's going to have its day of judgment, and it's going to happen in Revelation chapter 6. You know, evil is going to have its day in court, and it's going to be judged. Just wait. It's going to happen. The Bible says that God is going to judge evil, and he's waiting for that exact time and moment to judge it. Evil is on a limited um, basis right now, and God is going to judge it fully, um, with with he's gonna he's gonna judge it with justice and power and and his wrath is gonna be poured out on it, and it's sad that they're gonna be individuals that are gonna be are gonna get it too because they because they've decided to do evil and so they're gonna they're gonna um receive the brunt of it too, so um. And so John looks and he sees um he sees that there's nobody in heaven. See an angel comes and that's a picture, you know, for you as an angel who's asking the question. This is angel is more than likely the archangel 
Gabriel. And um, G- Gabriel is a powerful angel. He's like the second in command. Um, Michael is the is the chief angel. And then Gabriel is the um, Gabriel is the second angel in charge. You know, Gabriel is one that appeared to Mary. Um, and Gabriel was um, is all throughout the Bible. So he's the archangel. He's second in command. So he comes and um, he he asks, you know, is there anybody in heaven that can open this, open this, you know, we're having some drama in heaven. He says, is there anybody that can open this, um, open this uh, scroll? Is anybody? And so all of a sudden, there's somebody that can open the scroll, and and he he's called uh, the line of the tribe of Judah that comes forward, and he's able to open the book. Where the line of the tribe of Judah, next slide. Um, the line the the line of the tribe of Judah is Jesus, and we see the image here uh, in, on your screen of Jesus opening the the scroll. And he was the lamb that came to came um the lamb that takes away our sin and you see that in the the imagery and he has seven horns which is a symbol of perfection. Jesus was perfect, he had no sin, he knew no sin. Um he was perfect in every way. Um he 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 um he was of the righteousness of God, he was God. Um, and so seven is also a symbol of omnipotence. You know, he was omnipotent too. He was God, all knowing, all wisdom, all wise. Uh, every he, he was, you know, t- today, yesterday, and forever. And so, um, you know, Jesus is the from the is the line of the tribe of Judah. You know, he he has a connection with Israel. You know, with the house house of Jacob. And then he is also from the lineage of David. God promised the Israelites that that God was sent that he would send a Messiah from the house of David. And so Jesus is from the house of David because his mother Mary was of the house of David. So, but we see Jesus. Jesus, um, like remember I said that Jesus is in is is in he he's no longer the Jesus of the Gospels, but this time he's the Lion. He's not the Lamb anymore. He he comes to judge, and he comes to bring justice on the earth, and so we see a transition from him being the 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 lamb that was slain, as we see that image of what he comes to do, but he is exalted now, and I, and as I said, God gives Jesus now uh, the the right to sit on the throne to judge the world, because you got to realize that Jesus is God too, and so so. When Jesus takes the takes the the scroll from God, now Jesus is sitting on the throne, and now Jesus is the one that is opening the scroll and bringing the justice upon the world through God's wrath. And so Jesus, he takes the scroll from God, and he, and he, and and everybody in heaven begins to worship God and begins to celebrate. And see, the Bible says that God, because of his obedience to the to, to death on the cross that God exalted him and gave him a name that's above every name that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord of all both in heaven on the earth and under heaven and we see that here in Revelation we see that the, the, um, 
every creature in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth is praising God and, and shouting, um, give, giving glory to the Lamb that has come to to um, open the scroll. Um, and the next slide is we can see the the picture of the um, of the um, this, the twenty four elders casting their their crowns before the um the throne of God celebrating um what Jesus Jesus has has done and what he's continued to do to be the to be the um the Lord to be the um the the God of um um to be the to be the, to be God for us because that's what he comes to do. It's hard to understand to see Jesus as God, but he is fully God just as much as the Father and the spirit and so at this time because of his obedience on the cross to die on the cross um jesus is sitting now on the throne to dispense judgment and that's basically um how chapter five um ends is that we're we're at that the church is there um jesus is sitting on the throne the um we recognize him as the um the throne of God. I mean, we rec- recognize him as the Lamb of the tribe of Judah. That he's not. He's not going to be the, the 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 little Lamb anymore that was led to the slaughter. But he's going to be the one that's going to be doing the judgment on the world. He he's going to be the one that's sitting on the throne, and he's going to want be the one that's going to be opening the scrolls. And then as he opens the scrolls, he he dispenses the judgment uh, upon the world. So we see that happening, and we see also, you know, every creature praising him um, and saying amen, and it, and it says that the, the, the there's many, I heard many angels and beasts, uh, and they were um, elders, and number of them was thousands times thousands times th- tens of thousands um, and, th- and thousands of thousands. You ever wonder what heaven's going to look like, what Revelation chapter 5 tells us? It's going to be... Th- thousands of thousands of thousands and what what i mean can you imagine that we think you know we just can't imagine how how big and wide heaven's going to be but there's going to be no distance in heaven we are going to be we are going to be be united together uh with him and he he with us and we are going to be together and watching watching the uh the uh tribulation take place now that we're going to talk about that next week um, in chapter six, and then just give you a preview of what's going to happen is from chapter six we see the um the 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 first four um judgments of the tribulation period and the first four seals that are open had to do with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You know, the first one I'll give you a hint is the antichrist, and then you have death, and you have famine, and you have pestilence following. So next week we'll be talking about those uh, about opening up the tribulation period. Um, but tonight we see Jesus sitting on the throne, um, taking the scroll from from God and 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 going and and taking the possession of the of the scroll from God to re, to reclaim the world that the devil took from Adam. And see, Jesus now, because of his sinless life, and and because of the the shedding of his blood, 
that he is now able to take that scroll away from uh, away from Satan and now claim it for God. And that's what basically is what revelation is. It's it's it also has to do with the it also has to do with showing the Jews. Now I don't know why the Jews keep persisting in 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 this, but you see it all throughout the Bible. Um they haven't recognized Jesus as Messiah. But after the first three and a half years of the tribulation period, they will. They will they will and the they will get duped by the Antichrist big time. But after the three and a half years, first three and a half years of tribulation, they will come to their senses and they will recognize Jesus as their true Messiah and they will worship him. But we're not at that point yet. Um and so a lot of the a lot of the, the what Revelation is about too is that you see God has a plan. God has a God has a a commitment, a promise to the Jews. They are God's chosen people. And God honor is God God is honoring his um commitment that he made with Abraham. And see, God made a commitment to the Jews even after death. You know, if they believed in the Messiah and they and they, they lived a righteous life, then God gave them credit after death, but they God could not take them take them into his presence until the messiah came and and the messiah opened up the door for them to come into the presence of god and that's what jesus did on the cross that's why jesus went to die to um that's why jesus went to to um to die went into the dead to open up the grave to, uh, to unlock the grave so that the righteous people that that were there could get, come and be in the presence of god um so um that's what revelation is is for too is that to convince the jews i don't know why it takes the jews to uh, to be convinced through trials and persecutions that that to realize that jesus is messiah but that's what's going to happen you know god is going to use um use this time uh, uh, i mean it's going to be a time of of turbulence that this world has never seen before and so God is going to use it um, in a mighty way to convict the world and of its sin and judge the world. And the world is going to be judged, folks. Evil is going to be judged, and evil is going to be judged in the end. And those of those practice evil are going to be thrown into a lake of fire where they're going to spend eternity. So that day is coming. Which brings us to a close tonight for our Bible study for Revelation chapter 5. Um, next week we're going to be looking at revelation chapter six and we're going to be beginning to really get into the tribulation period um jesus is our kinsman redeemer he came to take take the to pay our sin debt um that's what he did on the cross the bible says that they came to be a ransom for many so he was the spotless lamb that was that was that was slaughtered on the cross for the for our sins so that we can have everlasting life through him now you know that's not a fair exchange he came to be one of us so we could become like him because we can't we, there's no way we could get into heaven on our own accord we just can't get there so jesus was that ladder that came down to where we we were it's called grace he comes down to where we are so that we might have everlasting we might have everlasting um life through believing in him and we get into heaven not by um what we do we get in heaven through grace um so i hope you that you hope you've enjoyed our bible study tonight 
it's a, it's it's you know it's a only a chapter of 15 ver- 14 verses so we pretty much covered that and i don't want to try to get into to to too far into revelation 6 we'll try to look at it together so we're glad that you're you're you have been with us tonight and i hope they will you'll join us next wednesday at 6 p.m for our bible study so that will conclude our service, our service, our Bible study. Let's close on with a word of prayer. Almighty God, we're thankful for your study, for the study of your word tonight. Speak to our hearts and minds and help us to see Jesus on the throne, come to reclaim the world as belonging to God. Get us ready for next week as the seal, the, the, the scroll is open and the seven seal judgments are poured out to begin the tribulation period. Help us to see Jesus in our own lives as the Lion of the tribe of Judah, who's not the meek and mild Savior, but he's the powerful Son of God, the Prince of Glory, coming to judge the world. Help us to to get our lives ready um, for his coming as we pray in his holy name. Amen. John, do you care if I make a couple of announcements before we wrap up here? Go ahead. All right. So uh, just as a reminder, uh, again, we'll have uh, Sunday Sunday School with Steve at 10 a.m. this coming Sunday morning, so we we'll hope you'll join us for that. Uh, also, we'll have church directly after at 11 a.m., um, and just to remind you that all of these, all these videos—the uh, the Wednesday night Bible studies, the Sunday school, the the church services uh, that happen on Sunday morning—that's all happening. Not only is it happening now here, obviously, on our Facebook page where you are where you're watching this at, but we also have the uh, we also have our our, our web page up and running where it now has a live video that you can watch directly from there. Now it is streaming directly from Facebook, but you can go to again www.stjamesumclaurens.org, <laughs> and again that's www.st stjamesumclawrence.org where you can find not only now the live video which you can if you go over to there right now you'll see this live video streaming over on the gallery page but you also find all of the past videos that we have that we've posted here so and be sure to share that with your with your family and friends and everyone around you not just your family and friends but anyone you know as part of our um as part of our of our christian ministry to be sure that we're getting the word out to everyone uh ensure that you're sharing that with everybody so they have an opportunity to hear the messages uh for someone who may or may not have uh have heard this before john's mentioned it before we're getting a really cool uh virtual ministry going on or a virtual congregation going on through this uh i guess the COVID 19 has brought something good for us at least in that in that regard uh that we're re- we're reaching people that we have never never had an opportunity to reach before so uh the facebook page obviously is there and again our 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 actual official webpage now again is stjamesumclawrence.org where you can see uh these videos and uh the live video and all the past videos as well that's all i got anything else there john hope you'll join join us next week invite a friend to join to tune in with you may god bless you during this time amen